What's up guys, it's Andy from A Jesus Mission. This is People Who Will Change the World. Today, we're somewhere in Oregon. Okay, there's so many things again going on around the world. Thank you for watching this being a part. Right now I'm in a hotel room with the guys from Final Greetings and Kyle from uh, the Modesto Missions Base and Jeros is here with us and my wife is here with us and our baby. We got the whole crew together uh, like the old days because the New Divide has an event. Two events actually. This is the second of two sequential weekends in which the New Divide has led worship for Amplify. It's a fine arts type event where we help just push forward teenagers who are uh, just excelling in what God's called them to do. And so that's actually where we found Sam. You might have known that if you watched Sam's episode. Click the link below. Uh, these updates are incredible to bring you because Sometimes I don't have a lot to tell you about because I don't know what's going on. This weekend, there's so many things happening. If you haven't seen already, the Beals have gotten to Germany. They have arrived. They're in their home. God is doing incredible things as they dig into their relationship there. I've had a few iMessage back and forth with Jason as they've kind of gotten settled in. I got to have a lot of cool interviews this week that I cannot wait for you to see. These ones have had to be done on Zoom or, or things like that because we've been talking with Jordan Carey. That's who's up today. You're going to get to see Jordan Carey and the work that he's doing down in um, Guatemala City in Zone 6. It, that guy is incredible. His wife, Mercedes, I've not got to meet her yet because he met her on the missions field. I'll let him tell you the story. Uh, that's incredible, all of the workings that God is doing around the world. Home churches are just booming right now. And if you have not yet seen what we're doing in home church world, I'm going to have a conversation with Pierce actually, uh, who oversees the, the, the home church planting realm of a Jesus mission. He runs a show called Naked Church uh, on YouTube. You can see the link below. But I'm going to sit down with him. In, in our neighborhood alone, we've been seeing people come to Christ, people grow in their relationship with Jesus, people who before had no relationship with Jesus now do. And that's incredible. That's why we live on mission. That's why we go into the world to equip the found and find the lost and to declare the hope of the gospel to those around the world, but also those on our streets. So there's so many things happening. Home churches, missionaries are going. Uh, we just had another family uh, sign up, sign up, they, they don't sign up apply, whatever they do, to get uh, on their way to Kosovo. Uh, we're really excited about a new missionary named Emma. Emma is going to be, uh, she actually lives in Vancouver, Washington, where we live, so we're going to do an interview with her in person. These are all people who you need to know. You need to be praying for them, uh, supporting them. If you are not a giver to a missionary or you have uh, like a tug on your heart to give, support one of these people. Or you can go to JesusMission.org and just support the work that we're doing as we equip people to go into the world. So without further ado, here's Jordan Carey from Guatemala. All right, I'm here with Jordan Carey. Jordan Carey is living in Guatemala City. I'm super excited you would take the time to be with us today here for this. Thank you for getting on your sketchy internet. You just got internet in your house, you said, so th we, this is possible. So thank you for making the time to have this conversation. Yeah. How how are you today? How's Guatemala? Man, I am doing great. Guatemala is hot right now. We are in <laughs> April, which is the hottest time of the year. Uh, but it is, it's been great. Um, we're doing awesome. Newly, newlywed yeah. to my wonderful, amazing wife. Oh. And uh, so life could not be better right now. <laughs> what? Now, what day did you guys get married? When was that? It wasn't too long ago at all. We got, yeah, not long ago at all. We got married May, sorry, not May, March 7th. March 7th. Dude, congratulations. Yeah. That's incredible. Yes. You married Mercedes. Yeah. She's from there, right? 
She is from Guatemala. She is Chapina. <laughs> What's the love story? How'd you guys meet? Well, um, the first time we met was actually uh, January of 2019, so like over two years ago. Okay. And uh, we, so she works in, in another ministry here in Guatemala, uh, and, but my pastor of the church that I attend here, he's uh, like the director of, of that okay. ministry that she works with. And so our paths would cross uh, pretty often, and I would see her, you know, with different ministry um, outgoings that yeah. we would do and doing all these different ministry opportunities. And um, yeah, so one of these days, I just got the courage enough to ask her out on a date. <laughs> you just went for it? And the rest is history. I just went for it. That's yeah, awesome. I said, hey, you want to have some coffee? And uh, the rest is history. That's incredible, dude. I, you guys yeah. are... Uh, just newly married, obviously. So that means you're you're living not only in a foreign land, but you're married to somebody from that area. That's got to change like the whole dynamic of how you even live there and like your longevity there. I imagine the way you even look yeah. at everything. What? How has that shifted? Completely. Your like thought process, or has it? Oh yeah, I mean, it uh, it's completely changed my whole thought process. Uh, everything. Hmm. Um, my perspective uh, on, you know, my, exactly what you said, my longevity here in Guatemala, my perspective on, on living in Guatemala. Um, coming to Guatemala initially, you know, however long ago it was, 2016. Yeah. Uh, I never really thought that I would be staying in Guatemala for a long, long time. You know, I didn't think like I would stay here more than five, yeah. six years. Or yeah. So. Um, uh, I knew that the Lord, the Lord was calling me to to be here for a time and then go on to to something else, somewhere else that He was calling me to go, wow. um, wherever that would be. But now um, that the Lord has called me here and He's, uh, you know, I'm married to yeah. a Guatemalan woman. Uh, the my I, I would say my culture has completely just been kind of. Hmm stripped away from me huh. if, i don't know if that's like the right way because it sounds negative yeah and it's not negative but it, it's just like living here and living with uh you know my wife who is guatemalan it's uh the guatemalan culture takes precedence i, mm. I, I would say and, and i'm completely okay with that and uh it's like we do things the way you know guatemalans would do them and, yeah and you know I just feel like I'm, I'm my American culture and everything that I have known from being, you know, an, an American all my life, is has been completely like, starting to be stripped away wow. from me more and more. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> Man, now you've you said you went there in 2016. Well, actually, my first real trip was in 2014. Okay. Um. And then I started doing long-term missions, like officially in 2018. Okay. But I started doing like longer trips. I would say like two months, three months in in 2016. So that's why I said that. But wow. Um, yeah, my first time here was 2014. Man, that's that was a few years ago. <laughs> yeah, that was a few years ago. <laughs> 
So I imagine yeah, though time has flown. Yeah, it goes so stinking fast. Oh, you just yep. there you are. So tell us so the the whole point of this show, it, we call it people who will change the world. You are living in Guatemala, sharing the hope of the gospel, working among people and living your life there. Um I want to hear about what the ministry is that you're doing there. Can you tell the people watching this just what it is you're doing while you're in Guatemala City cuz uh, your your profile on the Jesus mission has a couple paragraphs, but give us the deep dive on what it's like to to be doing ministry there. What I know specifically, you've taken some incredibly cool steps during COVID season to to have a new form of ministry. Tell us about like what what you're doing there and what God's called you to do there. Of course, of course, yeah. So initially, when I came to Guatemala City, uh, the uh, the main thing that I would be doing would be teaching English and teaching biblical studies mm -hmm. to uh, uh, youth at risk here in Guatemala City. We're in uh, living in a red zone, which is, just means that it's a zone of the city that is higher in crime rate, higher in gang violence and, and all this. And so um, we minister to youth that are at risk, that live in these areas uh, that are at risk. And so the main thing that we we do as i said i teach english uh, but we don't only teach english to these youth we they come into the youth center that we have here in zone six and um, we give them a, a, a high school or middle school or a high school education wow. depending on where they come in at and um, so i am in charge of the english program and um, we also have other volunteers with us uh, that walk them through the the general curriculum, like you know, science, social studies, okay. uh, math, all these things. Um, and so we we work with an online curriculum here that's Guatemalan based, and so that's all online for our high schoolers. And because of COVID, now uh, our middle schoolers we have them working through what we call folleto, which is pretty much just a binder okay have all the all their curriculum printed out and so wow. middle schoolers work through their their binder and they're working through that mainly at home now because of covid and they come in uh at least once or twice a week depending on you know how much attention they need uh with their homework and with high school since they're working only online they come in and use our laptops and uh you know throughout the week i also have my english classes with the youth and uh, COVID has definitely disrupted ministry in general yeah. uh, in, in many, many different ways. Uh, we were not able to work the way that we were working uh, back in 2019 and the beginning of 2020. But um, I would say at the beginning of this year, uh, we really made a, um, a point to, to really start uh, meeting as much as we could, mm -hmm. um, you know, and as much as the government would let us, you know, with the restrictions that they've put on, yeah. on everybody. And um, so we've been able to um, to kind of be, be able to, to work with them two to three, sometimes four times a week, uh, just making sure that we keep it into like smaller groups, you know. Um, so it's been really, really been really great being able to do that mm -hmm. and continue with our, our youth ministry. And uh, like you mentioned, um, you know, everything going on with COVID, uh, the Lord put it on my heart to, to start something because of that, because so many people were, were going hungry, people weren't yeah. able to work. 
and I just really felt the Lord lay on my heart to, to start a, a COVID relief fund. And so I started that last year in April, and um, it has been going strong. Every month, uh, donations have been coming in, That's and it's awesome. been amazing. Recently just had a, a big donation come in for uh, the hurricane relief. Oh, okay. So it's not just only COVID relief, but it's also a place where people can do yeah. stuff for hurricane relief. And so... Um, it was a it was a very generous donation to to do construction um, in uh, in the in the affected areas by the hurricanes, and uh, awesome. you know the rainy season is coming next month, so it's there's going to be more devastation. It's pretty much every winter. Um, yeah. There's there's some sort of devastation, some sort of landslides and stuff like that that goes on. So it will. And I, we are so, so thankful for that very generous donation from a, from a church in Virginia. That's awesome. That uh, they recently donated. It was it was uh, Man. A, a, definitely a gift from God. That's awesome. Praise God. I love yeah. when the church can meet each other's needs and function like that. That's, that's exactly, that's yeah. exactly the way we're supposed to be doing this. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Um, mm-hmm. do, do you know or do you even keep track or, or knowing just the impact of that? COVID relief fund and the money you've been using to provide food and stuff. How many people are you getting to interact with or feed with that? Do you know, or are you even keeping track? Yeah, we've been keeping track. And I would say that like from 2020, we were able to feed over 200 families wow. um, with the, the donations that were given. Now in t- this year, 2021, uh, we haven't uh, been able to go out and do any of those trips that we were doing last okay. year. But we are going to we're going to start doing those trips, and we're actually me and my wife have been praying about this, and uh, we want to use the money that's been donated for this year in 2020 to to start doing more of like a street ministry, okay. street evangelism, and and bringing like coffee and bread and different things to people that are you know on the street or homeless, um, and uh, try to get like a small team together. Um, so we've, we've been praying about that, how we want to do that and how we want to use those donations that have been been given for this year, man. That's awesome, dude. You, you, you guys are crushing it down there. You and Mercedes and just watching what God is doing through you is so not only inspiring, but it it pushes me to want to keep being a part of mission because I'm seeing how God's using you guys to do that and how we get to be even just the smallest fractional piece of that from afar here. Um, you didn't yeah. go originally as a part of a Jesus mission. You went, um, give us a little context of how you even came to be a part of this motley crew of yeah. people that you've never even met as aside from like phone calls and FaceTimes and, and emails. How'd you yeah. end up knowing yeah, us? It's, it's a long, it's a long story. Well, I'll try to keep it short. Yeah. But, you know, originally when I came to Guatemala, I, I started with a ministry called Operation Jabez, okay. which is in a totally different place in Guatemala. Uh, called Chiquimulia, which is uh, about three hours away from the city. And uh, I worked there for a time, but then I felt God calling me to come to the city. Yeah. And so uh, I just came to the city pretty much independently wow. with no ministry uh, name or organization. Yeah. You just walked into my, the city. I just kind of came in and started working with uh, this other missionary um, and uh with his youth ministry. And so he, he wasn't able to, his ministry, El Centro, uh, was not able to be kind of like that financial covering yeah. or, or um, for me, um, just uh, 
financially. And so I had to kind of look into something else, you know, another uh, missions agency, if you, if you, if you will, yeah. you know. And so I, uh, I was looking into so many different options. I uh, actually applied to two different ones and uh, started doing the, the process with, with one of them and got pretty far. And um, I just kept hitting roadblocks with, mm. with the other minist- uh, uh, missions organizations. And so all of a sudden, I, it just came to my mind out of the blue, like that I had talked with Sean uh, Reinholdt, you know, and I've known Sean Reinholdt for years. Yeah. You know, I'm from Delaware. We grew, we were from the same place. And, uh, and so he had talked, he talked to me, you know, years before about like, Hey, you should look into a Jesus mission. And, and, you know, and so I, I was like, I just remembered that <laughs> I was like, Oh yeah, I'm going to look into a Jesus mission. And so I started looking into it and, uh, I got a, a like an interview with uh, Diane, uh, and just kind of like a like a soft interview, or whatever. Yeah, you just like to, uh, just to get to know get each a other feel for what the ministry's like. Yeah, 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 and get to learn a little bit about how the missions organization started and all this stuff. And so we we had about an I would say like a forty five minute interview <laughs> or something like that, and. Uh, after that interview, I was just like, wow, I feel really, really good about this. I feel like a lot of peace in my heart. Yeah. And uh, I honestly didn't, you know, I asked enough questions, uh, as many questions that, that would come to my head about, you know, about the missions agency. But yeah. for the most part, I was kind of just coming in just like, okay, we'll see what happens. Yeah. You know? And uh, and I knew that it was a smaller or- organization and, and I'm totally okay with that. And uh, actually prefer that to be honest. Yeah. And uh, and so as soon as I you know came on board and was uh, officially became a member and officially became a missionary under a Jesus mission, I think it was October 2019. Yeah, something like that. It's been a little and, while uh, ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, time's been flying, man. And so yeah, that's just how it happened. You know, that's I just awesome. kind of took a step of faith and said. You know, Lord, I'm praying about this. I think that this is the right way to go. And I just feel like this missions agency, it falls right into line with, with my calling that you've called me to, to do. And, and so I just felt at peace about it and, and took that step of faith. That's awesome. I, lo- I love when, like specifically you talked about Sean and you having a long-term relationship with him. At a Jesus mission, like mm-hmm. we... We genuinely believe that the gospel is relational. So we should be relational people. <laughs> like we should be doing things yeah, in exactly. tandem with relationships we have and with established ones God's yeah. put together and ordained over the course of our lives. And so it's an honor to yeah. have you be a part of this with us and to get to serve you like oh, we you, are. Man. It's been incredible to watch just even over the last couple of years, watch God move in your life and and put a lady in your life and get to watch you get married. Yeah. It's been so Yeah, I mean, like cool. when I started with the Jesus mission, I was single. You were you just know? a single guy in Guatemala. The single Dude, man, yeah. It's incredible. Sean, if you don't know who Sean is uh, and you're watching this, Sean Reinholdt is one of our board members. He oversees the ministry in the Dominican Republic and a lot of the missionary care stuff. He's a part of that, obviously, with with just a lot of these Spanish-speaking regions. And then um, Diana is a, another one of our board members, and she helps 
take manage missionary care essentially like that's her whole role is like counseling and care and providing and making sure that we're keeping up on on relationships so that the enemy doesn't have room to discourage people maybe maybe jordan um i don't i know you, we could talk for hours but we, we try not to make these things too long so people will actually stick around and watch them <laughs> it <laughs> the enemy is out to seeking he's seeking to kill and destroy uh period that's just his job description but we know that he's you're you're on the front lines the enemy is coming after you he's coming after any person who engages in the mission of christ what have you learned or observed or what encouragement can you give to other missionaries who in those moments of attack from the enemy just how would you encourage those people in that these aren't pre-recorded or Mm. pre-sent questions we're just having a conversation and i just so (laughs) if we need to think for a second we can we can put in some stalling music but encourage mm-hmm. other people who might be right where you are or, or in that exact season of life, but the enemy's just kicking the crap out of them. How, how would you push those guys forward? Mm, that's, that's a great question. And um, yeah, I would say, I mean, first, pray, pray, pray. Yeah. Um, and just remember that the Lord has promised that he will be with you till the end. Mm. Of the age he's going to be with you no matter what and uh, no matter what season anybody is in you know if, if you're in a mission in the mission field in a, in a completely different culture that is just you know nothing like your own uh, and you don't feel like anybody's reacting to the gospel yeah people like you feel that nobody's listening you don't think that um, there's any fruit coming from the work that you're doing Remember that that sometimes the Lord works in. I hate to use use it this way, but the Lord works in mysterious ways sometimes. Yeah. And the Lord works in not in my way, and He works. He has His thoughts are above my thoughts, and His mm-hmm. will is not my will. And um, so I just have to remember that um, in time I will see the harvest, you know, and. Uh, I, I yeah. personally have gone through times where I feel like, oh my gosh, these youth are not listening to any anything that we're saying. Like, are they even? Do they even want to hmm. want to follow Jesus? Do they even want to to you know receive this yeah. education that we're giving them? And I just have to remember to stay faithful. And as long as uh, as I remain faithful. I know that the Lord will continue his work and he will complete that, perf- that he will perfect that work Yeah. Uh, in me and in them. Come on. Know? And it's, I just have to remember that. <laughs> yeah. Preach it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Dude, that's encouraging to me mm-hmm. even uh, hearing and having this conversation today. That's encouraging. Um, mm. I, that's great. I know. I'm glad you're encouraged. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I get stoked and excited and encouraged anytime I get to have conversations with any person who's given up everything in their life to go to another part of the world and share the hope of the gospel using something. And, yeah. and people like you are what make us keep doing the things we're doing and drive us to be a part. And that's why I wanted you, the, the viewers here today, to... To, to know people like Jordan and Mercedes and and uh, we can't wait to have you guys up here um, to, to be in an environment where we can introduce you to some of our friends but um, oh yeah I, same here we we are gonna try I 
actually this is just in recently that Guatemala is one of the cities we can come to without quarantine. So we could, um, or Guatemala is one of the state countries we can come to. So as soon as possible, Jordan, we're going to get people down there to hang out with you. Uh, get your mm, get your beans yeah. and rice ready for I us. Cannot wait, man. <laughs> oh yes. Oh, we're gonna get it ready. Come on. Get our tamales ready. <laughs> Come on. Get it all ready. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm put me in. Put me in, coach. Um, yeah, man. You're doing a ton of ministry. You're super involved. You're super engaged. You raise support as a missionary. Um, if I'm not mistaken, they can support you just by going to a jesusmission.org slash Jordan Carey. Uh, is that the correct exactly. URL? Yep. We'll put the links below here. Um, but yes, also yes. on that page, they can support the, the COVID relief project and the, what you're going to be doing with the hurricane relief and stuff. If, if you had a dream number of what you could use tomorrow to, to continue that ministry, how much do you would be useful to raise for that project? I would say uh, $1,000 would be a, a great goal right now to be able to, to start this uh, yeah. street ministry that we're, okay. that we're talking about uh, just to get enough uh, you know, bread and coffee and yeah. uh, different different things that that we can go to just 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 bless somebody on the street, yeah. you know, and and give them the gospel. And um, so I would say like a thousand dollars would be a, a, the goal for this month, yeah. this coming month of May. That's awesome. Yeah. So if the Lord's pulling on your heart to give towards this, just go to a JesusMission.org slash Jordan Carey, J O R D A N, right? Yes. Jordan. Jordan, Carrie. There's a lot of ways <laughs> yes. to spell Jordan. Um, but go there and, and give. Even if it's just five bucks, your giving to support what they're doing in Guatemala City will make an impact and, and goes further than you can even imagine. So, um, And Jordan, you raise monthly support as well. If you feel led to support Jordan and Mercedes is there down there serving and, and just relentlessly pursuing people with the gospel, I can attest these guys are doing... They, they are who they say they are. <laughs> Jordan and his wife are not just pulling your leg. These guys are legitimate gospel workers. We, we pray for people like you to just be raised up, that God would raise up more workers like you guys. So Jordan, I'm super excited and honored to work alongside you guys. And, and we're humbled to be a part of your life in even the smallest way. Um, we're, we're regularly praying for you. Uh, I know many of our team is regularly praying for you. I see your name all the time because Jairus is always making something to send out or mail out. Like, cause since you live in Guatemala city, mailing things is a little difficult. So I see Jairus working on things oh, for you guys all the time. I, I love seeing your name, uh, a part of this uh, thing we're doing and just getting to serve alongside you. Um, if you, Obviously, the support need is there, but do you have one or two things that we could be really specifically praying for, uh, for you guys? I would say one of the top things that you could be praying for right now is just guidance um, into this next year. Okay. I know that we're, we just barely started 2021, you know, but we're 2022, I feel like it's just right around the corner. Yeah. And um, just direction for, for myself and Mercedes. Uh, yeah. in, in ministry and just knowing uh, where the Lord wants to, to, how he wants to lead us and guide us in ministry into this uh, upcoming year. Yeah. That's one uh, big thing. Um, another thing would be uh, just from my parents. Okay. Uh, I, I, um, I mentioned this uh, while, while we were talking before yeah. the interview and everything, uh, but my parents will be coming here in, uh, in one month, less than a month now. And uh, they're going to be helping us at, uh, at the youth center. And um, I'm just really, really excited for them to come. 
and uh, just for their safety and their travels, and that uh, there will just be a lot of fruit that comes from their trip yeah. here uh, with the youth and with everybody that I meet uh, and that we come in contact with. Um, so those are those are two big things I think right now that are on my on my mind, and um, yeah, those are those are probably and, and as I would say the third thing would be just uh, guidance in uh, the COVID and hurricane yeah. project as well. Yeah, man, and um, for our youth as well. Yeah, I mean, for those four things, <laughs> <laughs> our youth, you know, they they need a lot of guidance as well. Yes, they need a lot of guidance and. Uh, just uh, that they would finish this first semester strong and start the second semester even stronger. Awesome. Yeah. Jordan, we'll be praying for you guys. Um, if you're watching this, pray for Jordan and Mercedes. Pray for the work they're doing down there. Consider getting on and supporting these guys and the, the relief projects that they're doing. These guys are definitely people who will change the world. So I'm really honored you would take the time to get on here and have this conversation with me, Jordan. Thank you so much. Uh, and uh, I, I can't wait to come and hang out with you in person. Oh, thank you, Andy. And same same to you, man. I can't wait for you guys to come down. Uh, you know, we're hoping that we're going to be able to get to the States uh, sometime this year. Uh, so when we get to the States, I hope we get to see you guys. And um, Dude, man, yeah, I'm, we, I'm stoked. We got a spare room. <laughs> we got a spare room with your name on it. <laughs> oh, Thank you, man. It's full of all the books that I buy that Sarah thinks I'm not going to get to read in my entire lifetime. So you just have to share the room with all of my books. That's all. But you're welcome to Speaking it. Speaking of books, I'm going to be I'm going to be buying your book today on Amazon. Hey, what? You forgot last week. Whatever. You're, that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. That means a ton. We're uh, we yeah, might man. be able to hook you up with one. We can send one to your parents to bring down with them in May. That's incredible. Oh, cool. Yes, yes. Let's do that, Jordan. Thank you so okay, much. Awesome, man. Thank you for watching. Coming from Guatemala City in Vancouver, Washington, it's Jordan Carey and Andy Ziesmer. This is People Who Will Change the World. We'll see you next time. All right, thank you, Jordan, so much for taking the time to sit with us uh, despite your internet. Jordan, congrats on your internet in Guatemala. I know that was a big deal that you got that in your house. Uh, thank you for watching this. Go watch uh, previous episodes. We've got a ton of them. I think we're, we're stacking them up. We, we release these almost every single Friday. Again, thank you for your grace that we didn't release this one last Friday. We were slammed in Albany, Oregon this weekend. We're in Bend, Oregon, uh, and then yeah, there's a lot going on. So we're, we're just moving. We're declaring the gospel all around the states, around the world. Uh, thank you for being a part of a Jewish mission. We'll see you next week.